RPP 98.7. <laughs> Sorry, Kira was distracted by Kanye West. We've got a TV in the studio and Kanye West is wearing a Make, it, Make America Great Again cap and he's having dinner with Trump or something. But why is he orange? Have we ever established it? Uh, it's his look. It's his, it's his shtick, isn't it? You mean Trump, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong? Has he got like an underlying issue? Well, I, I mean, well, he's, he's fake. He, his whole he's thing's fake. fake. His whole, you know, his whole thing <laughs> is fake. Like his hair's not real. His skin's not real. It's, I mean, when you're a billionaire, you can do whatever you want. That's true. If he is a real, if he is a billionaire, that is. Because he lies about everything. Who the hell knows? Oh, we don't know. I don't think he's. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to start the show. Fake. Why is he orange? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, now we're going to crack and show uh, for you guys today. We've got uh, an interview, I want to say around 8.30ish with uh, Heath Franklin. Mm-hmm. For you guys that are playing at home, he was the, um, he does Chopper. He does stand up as Chopper. Ha-ha. He's got a new uh, comedy tour coming out to a city near you. Yes. And he's going to be having a bit of a chat to us via the uh, telephone device. Has he chopped the ears? Did no, he commit no, fully? He d- no, no. He doesn't go method. He's not method. <laughs> That's that's a pretty big commitment. <laughs> uh, Kira's going to be doing a gig guide. I'm going to be having a uh, what a social crime. I forgot my own segment. You then have a social crime. Uh, we're going to be talking about inappropriate relationships Again. and just a uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. Really, it's it's pretty much a radio show. Come up in the next two hours. So stick around with Kira and Matt on RPP. <laughs> Ninety-eight point seven. You're with Matt and Kira on your Friday breakfast time. Uh, now, during the uh, song, Kira was telling me about her band. She's in a band, and uh, I'm in a few, aren't I? Yeah, I've got a few going on. And surprisingly, one of the members of your band is actually my music teacher from high school. Yeah. Now, is that weird? Oh no, I don't think so. How, how did that? How did that come about? Oh, I've kept in contact. Really? Yep. With the with the music teacher from school, obviously you were obviously into yeah. music. Yeah, well, he was our fir- he was our teacher. We were his first class out of uni, so he yep. was only twenty two taking out. He was only nineteen. Yeah, really. He was just a young kid, fresh out of uni, taking us. So and like, there's only four years difference. I don't yeah. know. I just kept. He's not the only teacher I've kept in contact with either. Mm. Mm. Oh, um, do tell. My drama teacher, yep. Fiona, she's oh, okay. got two kids that are either side of my daughter, yep. so we've had play dates with our kids. Wow. Is it, I know Sandringham is a bit of an alternative school where it's a little it bit was. more laid back. It was. I, I think mean, it's... at my school, like no one's hanging out with the maths teacher because, <laughs> I mean, that guy was a bit of a cocker spaniel, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not cool. I mean, he's wearing high socks. I mean, he's, oh, you know, he's yeah. a nerd. He's a nerd. I remember him. So... Have you got any other, like, inappropriate friendships out there? <laughs> I'm not having an inappropriate friendship with my uh, my teachers. No, not inappropriate, but, but I it was... is. It, I guess it is strange. Most um, people don't hang out with their high school and, teachers And my theatre studies teacher, Stephen, as well. So I'm in contact with three of my well, teachers. Are they younger as well or...? No, no. Um, ben was probably closer in age. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, we're in a band. Does he still teach you? Well, I... Or have you caught had, up musically? We had rehearsal on Tuesday and we actually went back to school. Yep. Back to back school. To school. <laughs> yep. And um, I actually took my daughter with me. If you want to feel old really quickly, go to high school with, with your, your child. Yeah. Um, and that was, no, it was really awesome. We had this rehearsal and I got to go back into my old classroom and there's this banner that mm. he's kept from the first year of teaching us and we all signed it. Eric Banner? An Eric Banner. There you go. In his office, and it's got like all signed from everyone in the class. And mine says to Ben, 
thanks for inspiring me to go to uni. Really? Love, Kira. Oh. And he's gone, look, look, look. So and I've do gone. You, but do you still have the dynamic or not? I do. I feel like I want his approval yes, every I mean, time I finish still, singing. Is he still kind of the, you know, is he still kind of the teacher? Well, he's like, I'm not your teacher anymore. And I'm like, yeah, but I still, I need your approval. Yeah, yeah. I need your, like, I need you to tell me I'm doing a good job. Yeah. It's well, very weird. I think it's all right. I mean, obviously, if you're older and he's older and you've got the common interest in music, like, again, if you're hanging out with a math teacher for no real reason. Yeah, but he could have been a cool guy. could have been a cool guy. Maybe he has, like, a boutique brewery. Was he ever worried that it's like, oh, oh, contact with a student? Was it, or was it purely after school? I think it, it was after school, and I think it was hard because we had the getaway plan mm. in our class. Yep. Which, for those of you playing at home, were actually a very successful Melbourne band. Ah. In, like, punk rock. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, City Meets the Sea is one of their big songs. It was on Bondi Rescue a few times. Really? Yes. Ooh. Um. But I know that they had like some gigs and stuff like that and I'm pretty sure Ben felt conflict of interest of a weekend while mm. we were doing Year 12, yep. going out to see the bands play. Yeah. But he's the teacher. Yeah. I don't know. And then coming into I mean, the classroom on Monday going, oh. As long as you haven't got that situation in America where that – I saw that on the news the other day. <gasps> it was like years ago. I think it was in like 97. And the, oh, that woman. With yeah, the, the woman. And she, she was already married and had like three or four kids yeah. with some guy. Then had an inappropriate – Wink, wink. And he was only like 14 or 13, something. 13, I think. 13 or 14. Then he knocked her up. Yes. She kept the kid. Yeah. And then she went to jail for like six months, came out. They got married? Did it again. <laughs> so she got pregnant again for the second time. Yeah. Went to jail this time for like 10 years and came out. I think they're still together. I feel like they're still together. But it's so weird because he's like now 37 and their daughter is like 31. Oh, no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but she's like six 24. She's like 24 and he's like 31. And it's like, what? And she's like, oh, my dad. And they're still together. And it's like, you know, your mum's a pedo and you're hanging out together it's yeah but you'd be grateful for life i don't know i don't know i mean unless you get to be young and but there was none of that going on at sandy really is that a shame you weren't gonna get any of that out of me that's good that's positive (laughs) 98.7 friday mornings with matt and kira hi baby it's radio port philip for the people playing at home Mm. we've we've looked the people playing at home a bit today haven't we yeah, and I think it it's even a good line. shoots over the bay over to Geelong as well. It goes everywhere. Yeah, I mean, but we're... if you're in Frankston, mm. you're in like some valley part, we're... so it's 98.3 uh-huh. for our Frankston listeners. We're even in Abu Dhabi. If, yeah, if Abu you Dhabi stream do. us, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi do. Miss <laughs> um, song lyrics. Yeah. So. Oh, gosh. I think there's certain artists yeah. that don't pronunciate things very well. Yeah. So like Michael Jackson, he's known for. Well, in my in my head, I I there's some things that he doesn't pronounce very well. Yeah. Guy from Green Day, yeah. he doesn't pronounce things very well. <laughs> Weirdly, <laughs> does pronounce things well, but I always get this wrong. Phil Collins. Yes. So there's a song by Phil Collins called "Invisible Touch," <laughs> and I the line is, "I know a girl with an invisible touch." A. I don't know why he says Isn't A. It, she seems to have. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm maybe I'm wrong. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. not very good with song lyrics, remembering what they are. But I, in my head, I hear, I know a girl in physical top shape. Yeah. So I think he's, I thought he was singing about a gymnast, not knowing. I mean, I trust me, when I was a kid, I heard the song a lot more than <laughs> I didn't read the title of the song. Like I just heard it and went, oh, he's talking about a gymnast. I know a girl in physical top shape. And yep. I thought it was like, you know, she's wearing leg warmers. She's and, aerobics instructor. Yeah. And, it, and I totally misheard that. There's another yep. um, hip hop song. By Ja Rule. 
Remember him? Oh my god! <laughs> Did you see my eyes go? Oh whoa! Oh, job, we went back. Yeah. Um, his career was ended by Eminem, unfortunately. Um, and he has a song of uh, I know you're getting bored, chilling with him. Mm-hmm. Well, he's actually not singing it. It's Bobby Brown singing it. Remember okay. Bobby Brown? Another Bobby flashback. Brown. It's yeah. it's an old school song. Um, but I hear chilling with Phil. Okay. I, I just, for uh, the way he pronunciates it, f- f- chilling And your with bestie Phil, so that's a song that would resonate. He can't hear it. He, he, he hears him, so he thinks I'm just obsessed chilling with him. Chilling with Phil. Chilling with Phil. You're getting bored. Yeah. And another one, uh, Sharif, Sharif, like Sharif, don't, Sharif? Oh, I yes. think it's Sharif, like, you know, it's just up the shop, like Sharif. Sharif don't like it. Sharif don't like it. She don't like it. Oh, um, Mum and Auntie Vicky mm-hmm. have got this. Just for everyone listening, yeah. Auntie Vicky. Oh, Everyone's Vicky. got an auntie that everyone calls auntie. Classic, yeah, have Classic they? V-Dog. They've got this battle. They don't know who did it, but they, um, instead of our lips are sealed, mm. Alex the seal. And what song's that? You know that, um, no matter what they say, what is it? Our lips are sealed. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's Alex the seal. Alex the seal. And, um, and of course, you can't go past Credence Clearwater. Mm. They're, um, don't go around tonight. And what, what's the music like? Yeah. There's a bathroom on the right. Yeah. That, yeah. What, what does he say? What is the line? Bad moon on the rise. Because oh, it's bad moon rising. Yeah. That kind of makes a bit of sense. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon people should call in if they've got some more to add to it. They should. Or message us on our uh, Facebook page. Yes, instant message, Fryays. Fryays with Matt and Kira. On iPad Our phone number here is 59751234 if you'd like to get involved in the conversation. Mm. Misheard song lyrics. That's right. Friday mornings. Friday mornings. Fryays. Get involved, guys. <laughs> Friday morning, you're with Matt and Kira on RPP. Bit of doof doof in your morning a little bit. It kind of went a bit doof doofy. It did go a bit. I was like, oh, Friday night. So on the grand final the other week, uh, I got inappropriate. Mm, not in a... Doesn't surprise not me, a, Matthew. Not, not in a physical way. <laughs> in a physical way. Um, I've got a weird beef with a minority and... Uh, uh, and I mentioned this to someone that teaches said minority. So the minority that I've got beef with is deaf people. Not okay. not them specifically, not anything that they're doing. Okay. okay. It's all right. I don't think any of them are listening, so I can <laughs> rag on them. <laughs> oh, no. So my beef with them, and I, I said this to someone that teaches sign language to people, which is, eh, look, it's not the best, it's not the best move in the world. <laughs> no. I've got a lot of like nodding and right probably what my face is doing right now so my beef with them is the sign language person on the tv mm-hmm. okay so they they pop up they i think they originally uh, when we were kids they were on like cheese tv i'm not too sure if they're still yes, on in the morning i remember that now yep and they're always on if there's like an emergency like a bushfire and they're mm-hmm. doing a press conference and even though it's got all over the screen get out get out there's a bushfire they've also got their person doing sign language on the site mm-hmm. and apparently now they're doing it at concerts and theatre productions. So, like, you know, you go see a play and you got Sign Language Miguel on the side going... Okay. Now, my beef with them is I looked up how many deaf people there are in Australia. Do you want to have a guess? Oh. Yeah. Put you Hang- on the spot. Are we going full ha- deaf or sorry, are we going partial pe- people, deaf? Uh, how many people do you think speak sign language in Australia? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Have a guess. Well, I do a little. I'm not very fluent. Oh, I see that. Yeah, flipping me off is. I don't know, twenty thousand. No, ten, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Or was it seven? Uh, nine hundred and 
9,700 on the last census in 2011. So we'll add another, say, 1,000. Okay. So roughly 10,000. Now, I just think with, with the emergency situation, mm-hmm. <laughs> it does say get out, leave now, get out, leave now. Mm-hmm. Now, the, my beef with the sign language people is like, surely they can read. And if not, you've got a minority and a minority. So you've got an illiterate, an illiterate deaf person. They now can't read the writing and they need to be informed by the sign language. They do. Now, that's a minority in a minority. So that's like, so, and they say it's just Melbourne, say it's Melbourne bushfire. So we'll yeah. have the number, say, that, say there's 5,000. And then you've got in Victoria, right? And then the area that's affected. So that's a minority in a minority in a minority. And then you've got a illiterate person on top of that. Eh, get off the screen. That's what I'm saying. It's too much. It's like, as I looked at how many people in Australia don't speak English, there's over a million that don't yeah. speak fluent English. Yep. So why not have Mandarin up there or, or okay. you know, Greek or Italian or something? There's a scroll, you know, is it a different language scrolling? Because there's more people that out there that probably don't speak English than are deaf. They can't, can't read. Read the scrolling. All right. And I also see. at a concert, you know, who? I'm sorry. If you're deaf and you go to a rock concert, what are you doing? Like you're just there for the vibrations. It's like I mean, good vibrations. I just think like it's just overrepresented. It's like you're you're you're. Fair enough if it's like something important or, you know, surely they've got captions on the TV as well. Nah! Well, there's captions, but sometimes it's nice to have someone live. Yeah, I just think for the for the group, for the the amount that they're... they're ah, don't you think they're overrepresented? I don't see enough sign language on TV it's to feel it's overrepresented. It's maybe you're just over-distracted. Every time, or maybe every time I see them, I'm just like... Nah. I reckon that's what like it a, is. I, I don't I'm, see it often enough to sort of go... Really? I see it all the time. strange. I see it all the time. There, every, should, there should be more sign language on kids' shows for sure, and it should be taught in school. Yeah, but even That'd with so good. with the cheese TV, they used to have it on when the presenters were talking. But then yeah. they would go to a cartoon, and it's gone. And it's like, well, now the kids like, well, now what's happening? Yeah, but cartoons speak for themselves. I mean, I guess if it's a learning tool for them, maybe I'm, am I being too harsh? I don't know. I don't know, but I think you're right. Like, if there's an emergency and it's scrolling across the screen, that, yeah. that illiterate person's probably very grateful that it's there. Maybe, but then you cater in for maybe like twenty people, and <laughs> that's assuming they've got no friends or no family to inform them either. They've got no phone or no other way of communication. But so. that person's got a job. That sign, you know. Yeah, I know. That person's got a job. So that's a great thing. Is oh, it, Matthew. Is it? I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll put a phone poll up saying if I'm <laughs> right or wrong on our website. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate. Stick around with more Matt and Kira after this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Classic song. 04. What a throwback. Ashdog's in the house. Is that, I was going to say, I feel like that was on our uh, year 12, end of year 12 party bus for show. Probably. It was a pretty big song. Never got to number one, though. Yeah. Yeah, nah. No. Nah. Number two. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know what beat it? Again, it's funny how, like, there's certain, there's certain movies and there's certain songs that are classic, but they never actually win anything or they never get to number one. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I was, uh, you know what beat it? Mm. Uh, remember Emon? 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 E A M O N? And he had that song song? like, I really can't say, but it was like, Blanket. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that song. And then he had the, and then the girlfriend had a comeback song. That 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 stopped it from getting to number one. I remember that. It's like no one's playing that song anymore. No one plays that anymore. Also, it turns out um, Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit, never got to number one. Are you serious? Got voted the best sec. Oh, I think it was the best song in the last twenty-five years by like Rolling yeah. Stone magazine. Never got to number one. That's crazy. Interesting. What? Not even here in Oz. No, I think it got to in four, the land of four, Oz. Four in Australia. 
That like is ridiculous. Like seven in America and like six in UK or something? Yeah, because it does. It rates. It always polls in at like first over, you know, of all the rock mm. songs. That happens with movies as well. Mm. Like um, Goodfellas is regarded as one of the best movies of all time. I don't mind that movie. It's a great movie. Of all of the it's a, gangster it's a flicks, fantastic that one movie. I'm all right with. I think it's the best movie, like, as far as... <laughs> it's not my favorite. It is. It's, it's like my third favorite movie or second. But as far as a movie goes, it's like that's perfect. Yeah, it's but all it, right. But it lost to Dancers with Wolves for Best Picture. I've never seen that. It's like, yeah. Do they dance it, with wolves? Put it this way. It came on two discs on DVD mm. and that wasn't for special features. It like runs over and then you have to put in another disc. It goes for like four hours. It's ridiculous. And Kevin Costner is not the most um, charismatic of actors. No. So, and it's a lot of him like, I'm learning to, you know, be integrated with the Indians. Oh, so it's, he doesn't dance with any wolves. Uh, he, that's his name. That's his That's his Indian name they've given him. Yeah. Aww. As opposed to taking a crap in a bush. That was my name. <laughs> Chief, Chief Cherokee. Squatting dog. Chief Cherokee gave me that one. Um, uh, this week, yes. Banksy. Do you know Banksy? Oh, the art. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So he sold a piece of art this week. For for people out there that don't know, Banksy's like a street artist Mm. uh, and he does a lot of cool stuff. I didn't actually know about him until recently. My mum was telling me about him, how he set up a pop-up stall. So he was, it was a fake pop-up stall for like, it was like knockoffs, but they were actually legitimate original pieces and he was selling for like 60 bucks. So like tourists, yeah, so tourists were like coming up and like, I'll take two maybe. So they spent 120 bucks. These these things sell for millions, millions. So on the weekend, he sold a painting, one of his original pieces, and it sold for, I think... The girl with the red balloon. Yeah, it sold for just over a million pounds. And as it sold, it went... (laughs) (laughs) And started going down the frame and started shredding. (laughs) Now, I reckon that has got to be one of the most expensive pranks of all time. But not necessarily because I have actually heard it Mm. is now valued higher... That's right. ...because of the Banksy effect. That's right, because now it's, it's been Banksy. Because it didn't get fully, it didn't get fully shredded; it got half shredded. Oh, really? So now they reckon it's worth over two million pounds. Because it's because had the, the because Banksy. it's now it's even art on top of art. Oh wow! Yeah, pretty 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 cool. That's something I, I don't know how he, I don't know how he did it. I don't know if he gave them. I don't know if he gave him the frame or like how he got the shredder in. No, it, it was his frame. Okay, and BYO they, frame. He did. I think there was like a release of the setup. Okay. Of the frame. And so yeah. it had the shredder in it and he had like a control. So he, he was, was waiting. He was there, yeah. And then once it's no sold, one knows what he looks like. That's the other thing. He's like a international man of mystery. <sighs> Although I think people do know who he is. He's kind of cool now. I want to Google him yeah, and he can be my Find friend. Find some more of his stuff. Um, but that's got to be, I reckon, top, what, as far as expensive pranks. Because, I mean, it did it did add value to it. But, they, I mean, he was probably not to know that. But the, the whole art community, do you get art in general? Because there's some stuff like honestly, like I go to the museum when I I go to the museum, which is like once every decade or so, Mm -hmm. and I see the beautiful artwork and the Mm -hmm. detail. I'm like, I'm very impressed by that. But when it's just you know like the splodges, yes, like same as this. If you feel like you could do it yourself, it's not as impressive. Yeah, like at all. Yeah, and and like is it Jackson Pollock or Sydney Pollock? I always get them. So you know more than me. He does the splodges. So like, do you remember the ad when we were kids and it was like the carpet and they used to put all like the sauce? Yeah, that was a that was that was yeah his name Jackson Pollock. Was it? I thought it was another name. Yeah, it's something Pollock. But his whole (laughs) thing is just like I put I put crap on a on a bit of canvas. Like I just literally do squiggles and they sell for billions. And it's like, oh well, I could do that. Like that's there's no skill involved in that to me. Wow. John Lennon did some art. Did he? Yeah. He's a bit of artistic. He was a bit of artistic. Bit of an artistic, you bit of a bed in. Yeah. 
that would be going for heaps. No, I think if it was like a someone you really like, I'd yeah. buy it. Yeah. Or a combi. I'd buy, would I'd it, buy would it. you buy an elephant painting? One to the elephant's paint? Poor elephant. I wouldn't buy that. It's crap. It's all crap. <laughs> <laughs> Good evermore for your Friday mornings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. RPP, Matt and Kira. Mm-hmm. Um, you're telling, uh, telling me about um, a divorce party. Mm-hmm. So you're, uh, you got divorced. <laughs> do, we, do we clap? Do yeah, we I think clap? so. It depends. It depends. The demise if, of well, you can either be happy about it or sad about it, depending on how, if you're yeah. the if you're the breaker upper or if you're the breaker or if it's mutual. Oh uh, yeah. And you've told me about this thing called a a, a, a divorce yeah. party. Yeah. Party. Yep. Do, so do I have um, to bring a gift or what happened? That's I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So two years ago or five years ago this weekend, mm-hmm. oh, we don't even. We don't even count, whatever. I became a single mother. Really? And... um, It's what we all aspire to. (laughs) (laughs) Divorcee by 30. One day I hope to be a single mother. Oh, dear. So it's been... It's close to two years now. However, this week is the finalisation of all of the division of everything. Really? Yes. And... uh, And And it's a great, great time to be alive. (laughs) It is. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to close the uh, chapter. Are you going to be having a divorce party? Well, I got asked if I'm having a divorce party. Mm-hmm. And are you going to rock with it or not? I don't know how I feel. Do we have a divorce party? I don't know. What just, do you do on a divorce party, I mean, Matt? Do you get dressed up like a hen's party? Can you invite... Do you wear like a sash? I think you should get a man stripper. Mm, I don't really like them anytime. Yeah, I know. They're pretty gross. I can't well, even watch... What's it called? Magic the, Mike. No. Oh, I love Magic I Mike. I prefer him with his clothes on in 21 Jump Street. I, I've watched Magic Mike and I tell you what, I enjoy it. No, I feel awkward. Except for Matthew McConaughey. He, <laughs> he's weird. All right, like it's all, a movie right about, all right, It's a movie about stripping <laughs> and he's creepy in it. He's wearing arseless <laughs> chaps. Oh, no. There's like a bit where... You know, I don't get like, you know, like um the Iron Man. The Iron Man. You know, like, you know, the, the do the triathletes, you yeah. know, with the swimming cap. Yeah. Why do they have to wear, like, a bare midriff top with, with, with budgie smugglers? Uh, I think it's just a... I don't know. Just wear a singlet. It's not like... It's a life-saving thing. It's gross. It's know. like a crop top for men. It's... That's an item of clothing that makes me gay. Is there anything more revolting <laughs> than a guy with a cap on, a crop top, and some budgie smugglers? No, I'm all about that because they're saving lives. I mean, they're not when they're doing that. They're just no, could. but you know that they could. Just, just, so that's appealing. I feel like they should just invest and buy a full singlet. Mm. Trying to save money. Get a mm. half a top, it's cheaper. I'm all for it. I don't have clothing that makes me... Oh. It does. The only thing that's grosser on a man, that's a real word I just invented, is T-shirt, nothing at all, socks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gagging just thinking about it. It's revolting. (laughs) Well, I think you should definitely have a divorce party. I think you should invite me to my divorce party. Absolutely, get some guys around. Get some. But is it a done thing? I don't know. I don't know. I had a weird reaction to it. Yeah, no parties for everything now. Oh, cry me a river. No, I won't be crying a river. <laughs> they have like a massive jumping castle and everything for a kid's first birthday. You can get drunk and have some people over for a divorce party. Yeah, you could. Just get on board, Kira. Just invite me around. We'll get Might drunk. have to plan one. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Any get, excuse. I'm going to get you a sachet. It's going to be good. <laughs> sachet. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Ah, oh, Jesus. It's Crazy Frog. That's how Crazy Frog got his start. Crummy River, JC. Oh, that's funny. Friday mornings. Um, stick around because in the next, uh, hopefully in the next half an hour, we're going to have Heath Franklin on mm-hmm. to talk about his upcoming comedy tour. I enjoy the idea of a comedian <laughs> because working with you. I enjoy the idea of a comedian. Yeah. In theory, very good. Um, also, uh, the next um, hour. Yeah. Cover off. Cover off. I'm going to be uh, doing my social crime of the week. And my gig guide. Bit of, courtesy of the good people at MP Live. Bit of a GG. Um, yeah. So. We'll be up after the news. After the news at eight. Stick around. Blind specialist. A station sponsor. Six past eight. You're with Matt and Kira on RPP. Mm-hmm. Um, weather check. Uh, check your phone. Um <laughs> It's time for the. Uh, it's time for everybody's. Well, not really. It's time for my favorite. Was well, that even my favorite segment? It's a segment. <laughs> it's time for the social crime of the week. Mmm. All right. Social crime of the week. Okay. So I've got, this week I've got beef with who I got beef. With. Last week I had beef with people talking on their mobile phone speaker yes. in public. Yes. <laughs> Unacceptable. So my beef this week is couples that go to restaurants and they sit on the same side of the table. Okay. Unacceptable. Because. Well, first of all, it's just weird. It's to me, it's just weird, right? Right. So you go to a restaurant, say me and you. Let's just say Macca's just for the sake of argument. Happy meals. And then we're sitting side by side and we're looking out to the whole restaurant. So if I want to talk to you, now I have to turn my head 90 degrees and be like, so Kira, do you enjoy Donald Trump? And you'd be like, isn't he orange? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Sit opposite me so we can have a conversation. I feel like the couples that sit on the same side are so bored with each other that they're like, we'll just, we'll let the, the masses entertain us. Really? Because I've sat... Direct, in direct eyesight of the of the couple, right, that are on the same side. And I feel like they're just listening to my conversation. Okay. Like, you know, entertain me, plebs. But maybe they like to be close to each other. Maybe they're, like, wanting to touch. <sighs> That's just creepy. Touch. That's just creepy. It's, ah. Uh... Is prefer- it, is it, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me being a weirdo. I think it might be. I'd prefer to see that than to see a couple out on a date and both of them are on their phone. Mm, I've seen full families on phones. Mm. Like I've seen the grandma, grandma, the kids, and and the parents just swiping away. That's unacceptable as well. Eat at home, but but don't you think sitting on the same side? It's just weird. Like if you if you're having dinner with someone, wouldn't you rather sit opposite them? Oh, I guess it depends on the venue as well. Like if there was live music, maybe there's a fire. No, I'm just talking like a, a just a normal just a, restaurant, just a McDonald's. Just there's nothing to look at. But again, maybe they want to like. Touch. Especially on a booth. In I've a seen booth. people that sit on the same side in a booth. I like that. <laughs> I prefer the booth. It's comfy. Really? Nah. Yes. Yes. It's creepy. It's comfy. Creepy. It's good for people. I don't know, man. If you if you guys sit on the same hit us up on the Facebook. If I'm wrong, maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. But I, I don't think they think about it. I think they just sit there like, well, we'll just sit wherever. Because I've I've gone to uh, dinner with you know, friends, yes. like guy friends. And if, the, if we're on a four seater table, we don't even sit opposite each other, we sit diagonal. Okay. Because then that's that's creepy as well if you're two dudes and you've got the option okay. to not sit parallel, but okay. you can still sit across from each other. Yes. That's fine. Same as a movie theater. Yep. If you go to the movies with one of your mates, I don't know, it's different for girls maybe, I don't know. Mm. But 
if if it's kind of empty, right, and you you're sitting seat? right next to each other, yeah, it's kind of creepy. Do you leave a seat? I leave a seat. Okay. And if and if it's if it's kind of busy, but not RO, and the movie started, I'd be like, yeah, move across. Once the movie actually starts, okay. and I know no one's going to sit there okay. next to them. You yeah, you you like maybe your personal space. Well, I just think it's easy. I don't want to. Maybe I'm just lazy and I don't like to turn my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just think it's uh, maybe that's what I mean. Maybe I'm the weirdo. Maybe I'm the weirdo. Oh, Matthew. We'll never really know these things. Bit of a beef. Um, after this. Yes. We can take a cover off. Cover off. Oh, uh, did I win? Did I win this week? You know, Matthew, you you won. <laughs> Childish Gambino I'm came disappointed for me. too Because it was with my Matthew Matthew Corby So 71 to 21 But that means two to me One to you That's So right. I'm still winning I think I think I might have you this week as well mm. We'll never truly know <laughs> Well we will after, well, We will know in a week. <laughs> Once we put the results up yeah. <laughs> uh, Stick around with more Matt and Kira after the break Well not break It's a song Okay just stay after the song Bit of Tracy Chapman. Mm-hmm. Mm, fast car. Mm-hmm. They've covered it. Someone's re- recovered it. And it's exactly the same song, except slightly sped up. And I'm like, eh, it's the same song. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of covers, time for cover off of the week. We need a jingle for this. I'll try we and do. get something. Covers off. Cover off. All right, so what um, have you gone for this week? Artist formerly known as Kiara? Well, <laughs> funnily <laughs> enough, okay. I have a habit of watching YouTube what? No one watches YouTube. <gasps> um, and I love watching like auditions and auditions. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is this is going to be a cover of. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Britney Biatch. Okay, I think everyone everyone knows. Oops, Oops I, did I did it again. again. Yep, you did. So that's the. Um... That's the that's the ridge ridgy ditch. Yes, that's it. Hang on, now let's. It's all technical in here. It is isn't technical. It? There's iPads and there's devices. All right. Now Matthew, that bottom one there. If you want to press that one. Okay. Now the results. Not the results. The uh, there will be a poll up on Fridays. Oh. <laughs> Just trying to plug in the, the iPad. Uh, yeah, this is so. This is done off our phones and iPads, and it gets all technical here. It so. does. It does. So the result, uh, we'll have a poll up on uh, Facebook on Fridays. As we do, we, we put a video of the YouTube. If there is a video, if there, there's been a video, there's so usually far. a video. Yeah. There's usually because usually a live cover. So you can recap and make a very educated decision. You can. I'll just sit back and listen to the tunes, maybe. Yeah. Oh. So this is actually now. What's her name? <laughs> forgotten Z- julia zara <laughs> this is the voice julia of holland zara. is I it think she won the voice of holland yeah she's not yeah. weird is she crazy <laughs> all right so oops i did it again by julia i just love this cover it's Ju- amazing julia zara oh no rpp man kira i enjoyed that it is enjoyable actually <laughs> it's better than the britney version i actually um might have borrowed Oh, her her stolen. Her, <laughs> yeah, when I do my um, duo covers yep. gigs, do I a, might have do just a bit of a quietly again. stolen. Are that. you a Britney fan? No, yeah, never was. She can't really. Uh, can she sing? I don't know. Probably. Oh, well, she's got a fan base, so yeah, that's know, great. It's crazy. It's crazy because her tickets are really expensive. Yeah, and she just doesn't even hide the fact she's lip syncing. Yeah, look, be... look, each her own. Everyone loves Britney. I never. I don't think. It, nah. I was so much more about Hanson. 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was. <laughs> um, all right, my turn. Oh, you might have me beat on that one. That was pretty good. I did, I did enjoy it. Well oh, done. Oh, that's good. K- kudos. Kudos oh, to you. Well I'm done. So excited. All right, so this is my Ridgy Didge one. I think everyone knows this. I'm guessing. Tom Petty. Breaking her heart. He doesn't wear any underwear. I know that's how he's I sing free it. Free ball. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's also really petty. Like he'll just bring up stuff from ages ago. He's just really. <laughs> he'll never let anything slide. You know, you owe me fifteen cents from that McFlurry the other day because he's Tom Petty and he's in heaven. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> All right, so my cover is obviously Free Fallen, but it's by John Mayer. Uh, this is a pretty popular cover. I'm, I'm, I think people have heard this probably. Yeah, so you'll probably win because well, of I that. I don't know. Maybe people don't like the no, voice that, of Holland. That, the, this, was, this will be a tough one. I reckon this is the closest one we've had so far. Because they're kind of similar-ish. Yeah, I like that. It's like an acoustic vibe. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so this is my one. Uh, after this, mm-hmm. hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll be talking to Heathy Franklin. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll just put Heathy. He probably hates it. I'm going to give him a call. Heather. I'm going to be doing a fun interview with him after this. So here we go. John Mayer, Free Fallen, my cover for the week. Radical. Much. We'll see you in a few minutes. That's right. Oh, we're going to see him in a few <laughs> He's minutes. He's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cover off of the week. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. It is a tough if one. If I was a listener... I, know. I would have to go back on Fridays.com with Matt and Kira. Not .com. We're not a .com. Oh, it, sounds, it sounds good to say. It does say. Um, I would have to go and have to. I would have to re-listen to those. And you would be able to because I have uploaded both of those songs on our Facebook page and the polls up if you're ready to get finger happy. <laughs> Don't say poll up and finger happy in the same sentence. It's <laughs> inappropriate. Um, Hopefully, we'll be talking to Heath Franklin. I tried to try to give him a call uh, during the song and no answer. So, hopefully, Hashtag we'll be talking. public radio. Yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully, we'll be talking to Heathy after this. Um, but, yeah, go on uh, Fridays.com. Vote. Hey. Vote for me because, you know, I'm the best. <laughs> it's not you. It's John. Yeah, that's right. Vote for John. <laughs> you know, he needs some. He's a recovering. Um, what is it? He's like a fame whore or something. I think he's a sex addict. He's a bit of everything. He's definitely. Is yeah. he a good-looking man? I don't know. Oh, I don't think so. But I think the girls that like a bit of mystery yeah. are sucked in. Because he's been with some famous women. He's been with majority of them. Majority I of mean, them. I mean, if you can get Jennifer Aniston, you can get anyone. Oh, can't I don't you? know. I think I don't know. I don't think Julie, Jennifer Aniston's as hard to get as what people Ooh, think. Oh, but she's stunning. Yeah, she's aged well. She's a fine wine. She is amazing. She's a 1977 <laughs> Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. With John Mayer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Get jiggy with it. What do you reckon? This is Ooh. not a cover. This is just too bad. <laughs> All right, you're back. RPP, Matt and Kira, Friday mornings. Bit of too back to get you up in the morning. What do you reckon? Come <laughs> on, Matthew. Bit of gangster rap in the morning. It's good for everyone. It's not quite the rock I'm used to. Is oh it? no, it's not. <laughs> All right, it's time for our phone interview. We've got Heath Franklin on the phone. Heath, are you there? Yes, I am. How's it going? Yeah, Yay. good, thanks. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> now, Heathy, you've got a comedy show coming out soon, as, and you're being Chopper. Now, people may remember Chopper from the Ronnie John's Half Hour. It was, it was, about, it was about 10 years ago now, wasn't it? About 2005? Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a long time ago now. But obviously people the most... asked me when it was, I'm like, oh, let's, <laughs> not, let's not do the math. Recent, very recent. <laughs> yeah, it was obviously the most popular character in the show. Like, that's I do remember Chop Chop from back then. Um, 
with the character when it first came out, had you done had you done Chopper on stage before, or were you or were you in the writers' room and gone like, what can we do for a sketch, and then develop the character from there to go on stage? Well, it was actually something I started doing at University Reviews. Okay. Um, and then uh, me and some friends took a show down to Melbourne yep. uh, to the comedy festival, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where we got um, seen. So, yeah, yeah. one of the things that were, the network were pretty keen on was having Chopper in every week. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I ended up writing 26 of them. Or, no, I ended up writing 30 of them, and we put 26 of them to air or something like that. So. Really? Awesome. Jesus. Yeah. So... Obviously, you're playing a notorious criminal in Australia. Have you have you come across anyone that's actually known the real Chopper before? Oh, everyone. Everyone? Once, yeah, once people find out who I am, they're like, <laughs> oh, I've got a story for you. And you're like, oh, great. Uh, here we go again. Yeah. It's always like, oh, my mate's cousin's wife's babysitter's dog. Yeah. You know, I've got one of those stories like, too. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> There you go. So when you rock up to the venue, obviously you're not in your chopper gear. Do people do people recognise as you? And do you take the gear off quite quite fast after the show? Like do people associate you with him or with the character? I should say. Uh, there, there was one gig where I rocked up and they wouldn't let me in to do it. They're like, "No, we're waiting for Chopper." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm Chopper." <laughs> and they're like, "No, no, you're not Chopper." And I was like, "I have to get you know, yeah, I had to get my mustache out of the box." And- yeah. Oh, all right. Then. Now, is the is the is the because it's it's essentially an impersonation. It's dead on. But is it mostly Chopper, or is it like an Eric Banner version of Chopper? Like, did you is it Eric Eric Banner inspired, or is it just oh, is pure Chopper? Chop, chop, yeah. I think. Uh, I mean, I've 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 really got interested in Chopper because of the uh, Eric Banner film. So yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's probably about thirty percent Chopper, thirty percent Eric Banner, and these days it's about thirty percent me as well. Yep. So sneaking in there. So, and <laughs> have you, have you ever like you know have you do you ever do like prank calls as Chopper? Have you ever <laughs> rang up and made a, like a dinner reservation and gone, yeah, yes. I'm Chopper? Has someone asked you to do like the the message bank on yeah. their phone? You the probably get that machine. all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, I've done a few message banks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, never, never reservations or anything like that. I mean, that, that's become a lot harder now that he's passed away as well. Yeah, you know, be like, yeah, hello, I'd like a table for six. Yeah, and I go, oh, but are you dead? And I'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, you got me. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, <You're> dead. <laughs> I'm taunting you from beyond the grave. So yeah. now, the, the, your show is obviously it's. It's in the voice of Chopper, so you can get away with saying probably more stuff than you, maybe you would be able to say yourself. Is it kind of refreshing to kind of write stuff and do stuff that's a little bit un-PC in this ultra-PC kind of world at the moment? Yeah, see, I've to me, I kind of don't know about the term politically correct or whatever it is, you yeah. know. Um, I think there's definitely some stuff in my show that's offensive yep. um, to certain people, but, like, I'm not going out trying to be, you know, Politically incorrect. I think I think you can do one without doing the other. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the, it depends. It depends who you pick on, really. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah my don't... show is definitely offensive, but I wouldn't say it's politically incorrect. Yeah. Well, if you offend everyone evenly, it's fine then, because you know you know you're not discriminated against yeah. one group of people. You just discriminate against everyone. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. So when you when you actually write the stand up, are you kind of do you have his voice in your head, or are you kind of writing anything something that's kind of universal that you could do yourself and then put it into Chopper, or how do you how do you uh, uh, you know, write basically. How do you write? Well, you usually write? I, um, I, you know, just try and pilot things that are funny and talk about them on stage, and, yeah. and some of it works and some of it doesn't. Yeah. And um, 
and I find that I've got a pretty dark sense of humour anyway, which yeah. is the, the chopper crowd. So, that does help. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a little bit of kind of translating and shimmying that has to be done to make it uh, like chopper material, but for the most part, I can do stuff. Um, you know, I can do all the chopper stand up as me. Yeah, but it, people, when I get off stage, people go, "Wow, that guy talks about killing people a lot." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's a bit creepier if you're just Heathy. <laughs> is it yeah. easier? Is it easier to perform as Heath, or is it easier to perform as Chopper? Um, I've I've certainly done a lot more performing as Chopper. Yeah. Um, and I just sort of, I suppose I feel a little bit more comfortable as that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could do either. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever Have you ever been on stage and just accidentally like slipped out of character and not been Chopper for a sec? <laughs> I think I did one night like ten years ago. Yeah. I remember coming on stage and. Um, my manager was there, and he was like, "You stop being chopper about halfway through that." And I was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> but even worse than that, there was a show I did in Cairns where I got distracted before the show. Yeah, um, and I, I was having you know a funny text message conversation with one of my mates, and then about ten minutes into the show, some guy yelled out, "Where are your tattoos?" And I looked down and I forgot to draw oh. the tattoos on, <laughs> and I just had nothing. Yeah, like, there's just there's just no answer for that. Yeah. So, but yeah, at, at least you embody Chopper enough to... Like, the tattoos are a part of it, but, I mean, you embody him. It, it, did Chopper actually ever do... It, did he ever do stand-up himself? Because I remember a, a while ago, I was actually going to go to the comedy club, and it said, the Chopper's, Chopper's going to be performing, but it said, no, not the guy, the real Chopper. And I'm like, but is it the guy? Because the real Chopper never did stand-up, did he, as far as you know? Uh, I wouldn't call it stand-up. He definitely did spoken oh, words. So it was he him. He tell stories and take questions from the audience and stuff, but really? he was never kind of like... Bit so of a why the chicken cross the road? <laughs> <laughs> did you have you ever met? Did you ever get a chance to meet him, or did, he, did you ever hear about what he thought of your act? Um, oh, I did meet him once, but it was just really weird. Um, yeah. It was for one of those old uh, men's magazines that have you know girls in bikinis and oh, yeah. boating accident photos. Yep. Um, and they got us together for a photo shoot, but he was just a really standoffish. I was yeah. like, "How you been?" It was like, "Good." Yeah. There what you have you been go. up to? There Not much. Go. So yeah, it was it was hard work. Yep. So you've got some shows uh, coming up uh, in the hood. That's our hood. <laughs> so you got <laughs> you're up next uh, Friday. I think it's Seaford Hotel. Um, what what if, what's the show you've got planned? Like what 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 what's your new show about? Uh, it's, the show's called Bogan Jesus, and it's basically Chopper's decided to start his own religion because yep. no one else <laughs> has done it right so far. <laughs> I could already hear it in the chopper voice. It's gold. It's gold. Uh, Kiri, can you read up some of the other oh, dates? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should definitely talk about the venues that you're going to so that the listeners can get there and see it live. Yep. Um, so we've got you down at the Village Green in Mulgrave on Thursday 25th. Uh, we've got the Skyways Hotel, Airport West on Friday 26th. Yep. The Gateway Hotel in Geelong. Oh, they're a fun crowd, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> are certain venues is it that's I mean it's just weird because you're rocking up as again you're playing a notorious Australian criminal like to get crowds like you know heckling you a little bit sometimes like or is all the crowds pretty much the same um like no, in different the areas are pretty much the same really yeah <laughs> you've done some gigs in New Zealand are they are they well aware of Chopper as well or well not not as much as Australia yeah. um, but I've done a lot of stuff over you see lots of TV stuff and live shows. And so it's kind of cool because um, I'm the chopper that they think of when they think of yeah. chopper. So, <laughs> so I, I kind of get to do what I want over there. I'm not beholden to the real history of things as much. Yeah, it's kind of crossed over in my head. You, you and Eric Banner, 
and the real chopper. It's all kind of merged together, and I'm like, hang on a sec, did the real did the real chopper ever do the weather? Because I'm pretty sure I remember, and it's you doing it, and it's all it all kind of blends into one. It's uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, now back actually in 2005, I actually noticed you were you you were nominated for a, a Logie and an Aria Award. That was pretty exciting. Was that was that kind of a bit surreal when all that happened at the same time? Yeah, it was a bit weird. I mean, I suppose the weirdest thing is that I've never had any respect in my life for the oh, Logies yeah. as a thing. And so yeah. to get nominated for one, I'm, I was suddenly in a position where I was like, wait, do I suddenly care about this yeah, now? Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember that year, I um, they asked me if I wanted to speak at the Logies. And I was like, oh, yeah, this will be interesting. Yeah. And everyone else I knew who meant the Logies was like, it's going to be horrible. Like, yeah. everyone's going to completely ignore you. Yeah. Um, and so I, I came out to speak before the actual televised Logie started and, you know, everyone else was eating dinner and I just sort of was totally ignored by the whole room. Ah. And then, um, yeah, Chris Lilly was nominated for the same Logie and he was part of the televised bit and had 50 backup dancers and Kathy <laughs> Freeman and I was like, I yeah. kind of get the vibe. <laughs> I know where this is going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Scapegoat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, just rounding out the numbers, I think, that year. Yeah. Um, and do you do any other impressions? Yeah, I've done a few others here and there. Um, yeah. I've done a bit of a Matt Preston impression. Um, <laughs> Matt's cravat. <laughs> yeah, Matt the cravat. Um, but, yeah, that's the stuff's floating around out there. Awesome. All right, well, uh, thanks for giving us a call. Uh, do you have a website where people can hit up to find out more tour dates or Facebook or what's the best uh, way? Yeah, to... the best thing is the uh, uh, Facebook page. Facebook page. And I have shared that on our Facebook page as well. There you so go. you can come to Fridays with Matt and Kira and you'll find the link there so you can go over and you'll get all the shows listed as well. That's right. So the show is Bogan Jesus. It's coming out. It's going to be, he's going to be in Seaford next Friday. Okay. Uh, and for further tour dates, check out his website, check out his Facebook, check out everything. Heath Franklin, thanks for popping in. Well, you didn't pop in, but thanks for calling up. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for answering the call. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I get, get, you've got to give us a send off as chopper now though. Alright, thanks for uh, thanks for listening and uh, don't touch that dial. In fact, just rip it off and throw it out your car window. Absolutely gone. Oh, I love it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Heathy slash chop. Uh, no chop, worries, chop. have a good one. Yeah, catch up. <laughs> that was fantastic. I enjoyed that. Oh, how fun's that? I reckon uh, I might how have cool. to I might have to pop down and see old chop chop, I reckon. Chop chop. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so female when I say that. Chop chop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chook chook. Um, stick around. Kiri's going to be doing a gig guide yes, after this. Yes. Uh, then we're going to wrap up the show, and that's it, sadly, for another Friday and with then us. It's, you Not, get into your day. And then stick around also for the girls. Heather and Michelle. Heather and Michelle after us from 9 to, I think, uh, I'm going to say 11. I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girls. We're thrown. I'll, Uncle I'll fi- Chop Chop. I'll find out. I'll find out for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Trying to play music. I'm thrown. You're back with Matt and Kira, PP. Bit of Johnny Diesel. Mm-hmm. Love Johnny Diesel. He was essentially just a backup singer at the grand final. That made me sad. Mm. I like Johnny Diesel. He's good. He's good. Um, we had a uh, text message come yes, through from Mum's Fred. message oh. first. I'll go oh, there. Go Mum's you. not happy. She doesn't want you to touch Tom Petty. Yeah. 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 He's untouchable. He's not untouchable. He's, He's not untouchable. untouchable. That's a good cover. So mum's not happy. Wow. So I feel like mum might be back in my song this week. She also speaks in public on her phone, (laughs) on speakerphone. So, I mean, (laughs) no, sad. Also, Filter Cruz sent a text through saying he likes to sit on the same side as someone, uh, a lady, when Mm -hmm. he's out at dinner so they can hold hands. 
That makes me sick. It makes me unwell. Who's holding hands while they eat? <laughs> Feel to cruise. Can you bike, Mike? All right, time for gig guide. What you it got, is. Kara? It's time for the gig guide. Thanks to the good people at MP Live Music, Mornington Peninsula Live Music. They've got a Facebook page there. We share their gig guide every week, so mm. you can flick on over there and see things in more detail if you want. Sure. Um, so starting tonight, where will we go? We're going to go to the sound bar. Hard mm. to handle. I wonder if that is a diesel <laughs> tribute. Hard to handle now. Is that a I don't diesel? Know. I, I don't know. know. I haven't on, actually play heard on, of play them. Play on, play on, uh, Young Street Supper Club have got Care Factor, Sun Bay, Meridian Sun. Care Factor. Mm-hmm. Zero. Um, we've got the Vez Bar's got Not Dead Yet. And the Grand Hotel, 9pm tonight, Robbie Williams experience. Really? If you need to experience him. Let him entertain you. I feel like Robbie <laughs> Williams... I'm not trying to rag on his looks, but he seems like the world's tallest midget to me. Yeah, I could, I could, like yeah. Oh, that's, sorry, that's actually yeah. inappropriate. I shouldn't have said that. Um, little person, world's tallest little person. He, yeah, he stands tall. Yeah, um, just the physical look of him. <laughs> he looks like a jockey. We'll move on to Saturday, Matthew. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go down oh, That's that kind of rag on, yeah. I know, just an angry man. Oh, yeah, that's I mean. Get me a rocking chair. <laughs> <laughs> and a porch. Oh, um, what have we got? Again, back to Young Street, 6 o'clock Saturday, Wolfpack, G-O-T-R, Grid, Gridflex and Angry Seas. At the Frankston RSL, you'll find Yellow. Oh. Um, the Wishing Well's got Wright Brothers. How about the Wishing Well have live acts? That's, yeah. That blows my mind. I live just near the Wishing Well and whenever I walk past it, not that many people there. There you go. Um, have to pop down and get stabbed. And then, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> not that it's got a reputation for that, I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, and then moving on to Sunday, it's a lot of Arvo gigs. So we've got, um, where are we? The Royal Hotel has got Greg Dodd and the Hoodoo Men. Oh. Um, Hoodoo Men. Hoodoo Men. We've got, uh, the Vespa's got Dave. Dave. That was the one I loved. <laughs> Dave. Is that the name of the, is that a band you think or is it just Dave? Dave. 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 Classic Dave. Classic Dave. Yeah. And the Young Street Supper Club at six o'clock on Sunday, I've got Brian Robinson, which is a local favourite. Mm-hmm. Local favourite. Um, yep, for sure. So get down, go and see some live music on the peninsula this weekend. For a full wrap of the gig guide, you can find it on our Facebook page. Um, thanks to the good people at MP Live. I've said that a few times. Yeah. They're just good people. <laughs> they people. saved me having to compile the list. Absolutely. So there you go. Get around it. <laughs> Bit of muzz dog. I love him. What, well, he hasn't been around for much lately, has he? He's just a quiet man. I think he's just a... He's an introvert. Yeah. He's the reverse Kanye. I've seen him live. He's not one to talk with the audience, but it doesn't come across as arrogant. He just seems like he's just all for the music. But he's still rocking around? He's still cruising yeah. around? Yeah. Yeah. He he d- I got his newer album. He did that all up. Uh, I think... I feel like he wanted to do it. He wanted to. I feel like he did it somewhere around um, Byron. Byron. But he's our, uh, he's our Jack Johnson, I feel. There's like... I feel like he's we've got... our Jack Johnson. Yeah. He's got, we've got He's we've got versions of bands Australians like uh, what is it uh, the Living End yeah the Living End they're is... they're Green Day yeah Australia's yeah. answer too absolutely yeah um, no I love Pete Murray he is our Jack Johnson 